A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman for another delve into the Bugle archives. Back in December 2007, early days in the Bugle universe, there was some disappointing news for the Bush administration, but great news for humanity, that often forgotten stakeholder in this planet, as Iran's nuclear threat was downgraded after the US released its own report into Tehran's weapons programme. An actual good news bugle of sorts. Top story this week, Iran's nuclear weapons... All that weren't, that just weren't at the last minute. A US report this week revealed that Iran had in fact halted its nuclear weapons program as far back as 2003. And the US government have claimed that this is a vindication of their current strategy. Which is like hitting a golf ball into a lake and screaming hole in one. (laughs) They said it would be easy to misread this report and... You have to read it in a certain way, Andy. Ideally, in a dimly lit room, from an angle, upside down, and with your eyes closed. (laughs) And it's best to be thinking about Iran and how they've got nuclear weapons while you're reading it as well. Is it like a magic eye report, where it looks like it's saying that they don't have weapons, but then you look really close and it's just the outline of a massive mushroom cloud? It's just about relaxing your eyes and refocusing it, and then all of a sudden you see warheads everywhere. So the nuclear threat Iran poses has been officially downgraded from kaboom to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and apparently Iran is, quote, less determined to develop nukes, let's give them their proper title, according to uh, US intelligence. It appears to be something of a question of motivation, John, they've just lost that edge in terms of their nuclear programme, and maybe there are rumours that Ahmadinejad has lost the dressing room when it comes yeah. to uh, the nuclear programme. This by no means, Andy, was the news that the US and its president was looking for. And there must have been moments when the Bush administration looked like a child on their birthday who had just unwrapped something that they hate. Oh, that's great. I love this report. How did you know? This is just what I wanted. I'll I'll just put it down over here by the shredder that I got given and which I also love. The Bush view seems to be that because the intelligence on the Iraqi weapons of mass destruction was wrong, why should this new intelligence on Iran's nuclear programme be any different So we shouldn't really trust it. In fact, if you've learnt one thing from Iraq, and I hope that is the absolute minimum number of things that we have learnt from Iraq, 
it is that we should assume that the intelligence is wrong. So if the intel says Iran is clean, it's safe to assume that Ahmadinejad is currently standing next to his big red button with a map of Israel and a map of the USA saying, eeny, meeny, miny, mo." it's so difficult to choose. <laughs> Bush said that Iran had the programme, they halted the programme, and the reason why this is a warning signal is that they could restart it again. And that is doing to logic what they're doing to detainees at Guantanamo at the moment. <laughs> Amnesty International are putting the concept of logic on its abused list. Light a candle for logic, Andy. <laughs> Light a candle for logic. Bush ha has previously warned that stopping Iran from developing nuclear technology was vital to preventing World War Three, mm -hmm. which might be slightly histrionic. You know, with just over a year to go of his presidency, he's getting a little bit demob happy already. And I think we all accept that World War Three is inevitable, it's just really a matter of time. And maybe we just got to accept that, you know, after two world wars in 30 years, we haven't had a single one for 60 years now, so maybe fair's fair. We can't really complain if there is now a devastating global conflict. Bring it on, that's what I would say. But I think you're right, Andy, because it seems like the Bush administration are wanting to sign off in style somehow. Now, they want a big season finale to their second and final term, and now they're being told that they can't airstrike Iran, they're going to have to come up with something else. They need a big finish somehow. Yeah, and the, the, to the clock is ticking. If he wants to set the wheels of Armageddon in motion, he's going to have to pull out something incredibly special. So if, if any of the Bugle listeners have any ideas about what the Bush administration's big season finale could be, please email in your suggestions and we'll pass them on to the Pentagon. Maybe a nuclear strike on Bolivia. It's a mid-season way to boost ratings, that, Andy. You're not going to go out on that. That's not a cliffhanger. All I know is that they are building many more submarines than a completely landlocked country needs. I appreciate your concern there, Andy, but I just question what they're going to do with those submarines. Are they going <laughs> to fire them through the air? <laughs> what, what do you think Bolivians are doing with these submarines? Or maybe they weren't submarines. See, it's that easy. <laughs> but, it's that easy to get faulty information. But at least this, this new, this latest report on Iran's nuclear problem has diffused the growing tension over a possible uh, US military attack. Uh, possible, although it would be silly, uh, that, that kind of military attack. You would have thought America should finish its previous two attacks first. And really, it appears that America lacks some hard-edged parenting here. And, you know, it's like a naughty child that never cleans its room. You know, it just, you know, starts a war and then gets bored, doesn't really finish it, and then wants to start another one. And um, I think we in Britain, as the parents, albeit estranged slightly, of America, uh, we've got to hold our hands up and say sorry to the world. This, this has been an abrupt change of position for the Bush administration. Their previous position was that of a rabid dog tethered to a post, snarling and trying to chew through its leash. And now the position is the same. The same dog, equally rabid, but now it's sulking in the corner. <laughs> but Bush has said, uh, uh, in response to this report, that Iran should reveal the full extent of its nuclear programme, um, which the report has done, but he thinks Iran should do it itself. Or else... He will hold a press conference. So be warned, Iran. Be yeah. warned. That press conference could easily happen. He said the report did say Iran pretty much knocked its uh, nuclear weapons program on the head in 2003. But Bush says Iran has more to explain about its past actions. He also said that on their past actions, Mongolia can't be trusted. Uh, he used these exact words. The Mongol hordes have attacked us in the West before. We must make sure they never have the capacity to do so again. He also demanded that all Scandinavian countries agree not to make helmets with horns on. It's good that he's standing up to historical violence. He's urging us to focus on the positives, maybe amongst them being the fact that the words Iran and nuclear weapon were in the report. 
not necessarily next to each other, but they were there together. And that, that's not nothing, that's something. He also said that Iran was dangerous, Iran is dangerous, and Iran will be dangerous. Which sounds like he was trying to conjugate the adjective dangerous. Well, it's good that he is making a belated attempt to master the English language. Yeah, that's right, but better late than never. Uh, in an interesting adjunct to this story, the Canadian ambassador has been expelled from Iran for being naughty or something, according to the Iranians. It appears that an Iran-Canada war is now more on the cards than an Iran-America war. Well, that could be an interesting war. That's a good matchup. Uh, a very good matchup, particularly if it is fought over two legs. Relations are said to be strained between the two countries, but to be fair, that is by Canadian standards, and they pride themselves on friendliness. What this probably means is that they just don't gift-wrap the maple syrup they're sending over as presents. That's a big snub for a Canadian. Uh, this is all because a Canadian-Iranian journalist died in custody, and the officials were acquitted of semi-intentional murder, which is an odd charge. They meant to murder her, yes, just not in that way. <laughs> or maybe they meant to murder someone else, but got the wrong person. It was nearly intentional. So what countries do actually have the nuclear bomb uh, these days? If you are in one of the following countries, listeners, you have the confirmed capacity to unleash Armageddon on the world. Come on, Britain. America. Oh. Russia. Oh, come on. France. Ah. China. Of course. India. Uh, Pakistan. Yes. North Korea. Of course. And... The United Kingdom. Yes, we got one! Yes! Oh, that's good to know. Happy Christmas, everyone. I feel so much safer. And if you are in one of the following nations, you may or may not definitely have nuclear weapons. Israel and Liechtenstein. Apparently they do have a nuclear weapon, but they don't know about it yet. Uh, Nikita Khrushchev left one behind on a skiing holiday in the early 60s. The most interesting country regarding nuclear weapons is South Africa, which had a nuclear weapon, but then disassembled it. Just disassembled its entire arsenal. So it was a member of the club and then decided, well, I don't like this club. I think I'd just rather go into an economic spiral. South Africa's done quite well at jettisoning things that you really would prefer not to have. Um, <laughs> I just don't know what you're referring to. You have to be more clear, that's too oblique. And well, it does raise the question, though, who were they planning to use a nuclear weapon on other than the disenfranchised majority within their own country? <laughs> Which might have backfired when they suddenly found themselves with no-one to do their washing up. So, genetically, Andy, you have a, a shady history with nuclear weapons because, you know, you're, you're British, yep. so you have a nuclear weapon. Yep. You're Jewish, so you probably have one but won't admit it. Yep. But you're also South African. That's right. My father uh, was from South Africa. So... That means I am the most nuclear-armed person in this room. Albeit that I am in a recording studio and there's only me in this room. But e even if it was a much bigger room with many more people in, I would still be a nuclear threat to everyone. So back off, America. The question, Bugle listeners, is should Andy Zaltzman be under the auspices of a non-proliferation treaty? Let's have your views, the bugle at timesonline.co.uk. I'm lobbying for sanctions against you, Andy, immediately. Incidentally, the Israeli nuclear whistleblower Mordecai Venunu, not only back in jail, but a musical based on his childhood, has been cancelled, uh, which is a great shame. And a brilliant song, uh, the lyrics of which began, Mordecai, what a guy, put state secrets in the public eye. <laughs> uh... Mordecai Venunu <laughs> is an absolutely incredible name. My name is Mordecai Venunu, and I am an accountant. 
wouldn't work. He he could have been a magician. I think it's a good name for a magician. Yeah, but nuclear whistleblower, next best thing. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Discover more from the Bugle Empire at thebuglepodcast.com. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code MOM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.